Welcome, fan fans. Welcome again to another episode of, as we now call it, Confessions of Adulting. And I would like to introduce our co-host. As you know, I am Kamisha, one of the hosts here for Confessions of Adulting that we just freshly named. And so now I'd like to introduce our co-host, Miss Kaya. Kaya, say hello to the fam bam. Fam bam. Hello. <laughs> this is Kaya, as she stated. Hope you guys out there are doing great. <laughs> great, great, great. As I told y'all before, um, Kaya, she is six years under the me under me. Um, actually, we are a total of five siblings. I'm the oldest. Kaya is the second oldest. Uh, we have another sister, and then we have two uh, little brothers. So, but it will be just me and my sis, uh, Kaya. And like I said before in the first first episode, is that we're just going to talk about life and trying to make it in this thing called life of adulting. Because it is stressful, it is worrisome, but at the same time, it's fulfilling, it's challenging, and it's new, and it's invigorating to learn so much about ourselves, so about so much about others that we thought we knew, but we had no idea. And then along with the curves and trials of just trying to make it just within ourselves. Yes, yes. For sure. So I want to get everybody a little introduction about you. Like I said, I told them that um, you'll be turning 26 soon. I'm 31, be turning 32 soon. So it's a little bit of a gap. Um, tell me a little about yourself. Well, my name is Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> we already established that. Yes. But uh, I'll be turning 26, like she mentioned, and on July 5th. Um, I have a six-year-old, my little bundle of joy, Neelan. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's a little bit about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kaya is a single mom. Yes, um, Lord. And she mm-hmm. is raising her six-year-old son, which we all love. He was unexpected, but hey, he's here, and we love mm-hmm. him to death. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So, tell us a little bit about motherhood, being a single mother, um, trying to raise your child. Um, could you explain a little about the challenges that you may have, yet the joys that you have? It's a mission. Yay. <laughs> It is, it's definitely um, a joy to be a mother, um, but it's also definitely hard, especially being a single mother. I mean, all the responsibility is put on you, of course. Yeah, yeah. But what makes it rewarding is, you know, seeing the joy of your child's face, you know? He doesn't know any better. He just knows that he's hungry, you know? He doesn't know any better. <laughs> he just knows that he wants to be clothed. <laughs> So he doesn't he wants you know. to know that he's loved. Yes, he just he just yeah. wants to be loved. He just wants to be fed. He just wants to be clothed, and he just wants to know that somebody's there for him. Yeah. So, besides all that, you know, just putting responsibility first and making sure that he's taken care of is the rewards. And this little boy, he's something else. I tell you, he he, he is a he's very funny. He is very. Funny. He I always tell everyone that. 
he reminds me so much of Kaya growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I always tell everyone that Kaya is the only one that can make me laugh to the point of peeing on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. so serious. Kaya is the only one that can make me be like, I gotta pee, I gotta pee, stop. Right. <laughs> exactly. She's just hilarious. She actually reminds me of Kevin James off of Kings of Queens. Like, she is that type of funny. And it's so funny Lord. to see Neelan, her son, the same way. It's almost like he's been here before. He's just so grown for his age. And yeah. the things that he knows and says, you be like, what in the world? Where did you come I always from? say my favorite line to say is, where did you come from? Because he's just, everything he says is like, who are you? What type of person are you? You didn't go with me. Right. But he's I, always like, I came from your stomach. I'm like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. But he is just like her. That's the sad part. It's crazy. Like it's crazy. You know, when, you, when you're when you kids and you're growing up and you're always saying, well, I want kids when I grow up. And you never think that they're going to be a split image of you. Right. But it's so amazing just to see, like, wow, I, I really was that type of person. <laughs> yeah. I, wow. Okay. Cool. Let me just tell y'all right now. I'm gonna just be real. Kaya was a trip when she was a child. Like Kaya oh, yes. was so bad. Kaya got yes. whooping like every day. Mm-hmm. It got to a point where they be she they would be like, just line up, come on. And she'd be like, What did I do? I didn't do nothing. They're like, We don't care. We know you're gonna do something later on, so let's go ahead and get it out the way. Yep, let's just get <laughs> let's just get it ready. Coming home. Like, okay, Kaya, let's go. Line up. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> And sure enough, she would still do something bad that same yep. day. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to get this whooping over with. Yes. Like, can I can I do something first? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was I was definitely a rebel. So, but. would you say that in the childhood that you have, because you know you had a, a very interesting one, um, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you try to do different with your son now? Um, definitely my teaching tactics are very different. <laughs> uh, almost opposite as my parents. Um, I feel like with Neelan, I just like to study, you know, <laughs> sometimes I just look at him and realize, you know, maybe he doesn't need yelling at that moment. Or maybe he doesn't need for me to grab him yet, even though I feel like snatching him up, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything's a, a he, learn, he learns like I learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I noticed that. But I also How learned was that. Uh, it was more like physical. He's, he, he was a why person, like I was. Yes. Okay. I understand. Yeah. He I wants to know why. He wants to know why. Yes. You yes. had to do this and that. And the type of childhood we live, we had the parents of, you don't ask why, you just do. Right. You listen to what I say and you just do it. I don't care how you feel about it or you don't want to do it. I'm the parent, you're the child, so do it. Right. And so definitely learning that different. I noticed that once I tell him why, he tends to get, he may ask again, but he's understanding it's more of an understanding than my mom's just telling me what to do. So. so it goes a little bit more easier for him to do it then. Uh, absolutely. Once he understands, he most likely does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, you know, let me just say that I don't have any kids, but um, <laughs> Kaya can say 
because I was the oldest of the five siblings, I end up being a mother figure for them. Yep, absolutely. So I do have mother tactics, and mm-hmm. I, oh, I yes. just try to keep them in check and understand. You know, most of my siblings are grown now, so I can't, you know, talk to them like I used to. And that mother figure when I was living with them, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a it's a bit different. But I can understand what Kaya is saying as far as the difference between how we were raised and how she's raising him. And honestly, I feel like a lot of millennials nowadays, they have learned from their experience and how they were treated and how it it affected them as an adult. And Mm -hmm. so now they're trying to instill better habits, instill better uh, beliefs and cores uh, with their children, which I think is definitely some growth. So Absolutely. I, I mean, applaud I think, you for that because a lot of people can go into the, well, this is how my mom did it or this is how my grandparents did it, so I'm going to do it the same way mm-hmm. and forget about all the struggles you had going through a child of dealing with that. Yeah, I mean, black people raising kids, um, it, it was tough. Everybody know, you know, as, as a, a African-American, being raised in a family home, you guys know it was rough yeah <laughs> it was uh-uh you need to be seen not heard right there if you don't have feelings it's what i say goes you yeah. know and you know getting as you know as the times have changed we're trying to do things differently now because we know how it is being raised that and as an adult it's hard changing how it affects you mentally emotionally right how you operate with friends with family mm-hmm. with co-workers all of that takes a place of yeah how you were raised because as they always say it starts from home yep so true so definitely learned my lesson um and teaching Neela and you know I still have my ways even even Kamisha was like you know you sound just like mom and I was like I can't help it it's instilled in me (laughs) (laughs) now there is some things that we just can't get away from yeah absolutely no but when we catch it I think that's the thing I think some parents, I think they realize that too. Like our parents probably realized some things they said was from their parents and they didn't like that. But instead of like changing it, (laughs) they Mm -hmm. just like, oh, well. Oh, well, we're just going to keep it the same. Who I am and I'm okay. Right. I think I am. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. It's not okay. So let's talk about, um, like I said, you are a single mother and you don't have the father figure around how is that relationship going for you and as far as your son and how does he take it well as far as relationship there is not to keep it 100 okay <laughs> there's there's no relationship with his father um and neilan you know he hasn't came up to the age to understand exactly about his father. Yeah. But he's at the age of understanding that there should be a male figure. Right. And he looks at that at my as my father and his um and my brothers. So he gets that and he and he pulls from that any male figure in the family. My granddad, um, oh he, my he follows him around all the time. He I mean, followed him everywhere he went. He was just yes. You could tell like the glisten in his eye. He was so inspired. At, wow. Yes. Um, he loves it. He was cooking. He was out in, out in the yard. Like wow, mm-hmm. that's what a man does. 
Exactly. And exactly. I think people don't realize how important it is to have both parents in the household because it makes a big effect. Um, yes. In people's lives. For me, for instance, um, Kaya and the rest of my siblings, they have a different dad than me. I have a, a father. Um, I don't really like to call him. I like to use that very loosely. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a father and he wasn't really in my life. I'm not going to say it was all because of him. I'm not going to say it's all because of my mother, but it was a good combination. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we can't, as adults, can't get to an understanding that, okay, we didn't work out, but we still have this child together and we still need to make it work for her and that she has an equal share, it causes a lot of drama, a lot of issues. And that's what I ran into of you know whatever issues they had they put it Mm -hmm. on me and I was just the the soundboard really it wasn't that they were talking to each other they were talking at each other but they were talking at each other to me and Mm -hmm. being at the time a little girl or teenager and having to deal with that that's a lot because you want to love both you want to have that opportunity to love both. You want you're you're not looking at what issues they have. You're just looking at I just want my mommy and daddy, right? So it was pretty hard um, dealing with that. Even though I had a father figure in my life, uh, Kaya's dad, but <clears throat> you know that's not your dad, you know, and you respect the person that's there, but at the same time, you know, you're missing a part, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So you real dad, exactly. But I do appreciate for the time being that I did have that father figure in some way, um, still there for me. Uh, whether it was my grandfather who raised me for a little bit, <clears throat> or it was Kaya's dad. Of course, we ran into some issues later, but for the most part, I can say at least I had a father figure in my life to show me a few things that I probably wouldn't have got if I was just with my mom, or we were just my mom was this raising us as a single mom you know yeah okay so because of that of not having excuse my voice because of not having the father around um do you think later on it could cause an issue between you and your son because I know for me it became a big thing when I was around 15 and 6 years old. I just had this huge urge to know my father and my father's mm-hmm. side of the family. And I ran into, into some issues, you know, with mm-hmm. my mom about it. But I knew how bad I wanted to be with them. And I think a big problem or reason why I wanted to know them so bad is because my mom talked so bad about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... As a rebel, I'm like, she may not know what she's talking about. Let me find out for myself. Right. So, do you find yourself, even though you may be upset with your baby father about how he's going about things or not even doing anything, how do you prevent yourself from showing that to your son and not giving him that clue or whatever? Or do you feel like he needs to find out from you or does he need to figure out on his own later on that he wasn't there I mean I've learned through you and even my own father with 
Uh, he doesn't know his real father, but he had a stepdad. And he told me that, you know, as he grew older, he wanted to know who his real father is. And I know that one day this is going to, we're going to have a serious conversation about this. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned is the best way to go about it is to let Neil see for himself. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could say all day long what type of person he is, but that's my perception. Right. You know? Right. And Neelan can have a different perception of him. Mm-hmm. And I just need, you know, when you see it for yourself, that's the truth in your eyes. Right. So once he sees what type of person he is for himself, then we could have a real discussion. But I don't think I'll ever bash him mm-hmm. to him. Um, I don't think if unless Neela asks him some questions about him, there's not going to be any any bashing about him. I'm just going to be completely honest. Yeah, you know. So I can't. I don't know. It's 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 a, a little thing that's going to haunt me. I know it is because I don't want to talk about him, but I know that's a part of Neela's life, and he's going to want to know. So I know I'm going to have to come across it one day. Yeah. I know when I was younger and looking at it in hindsight, I really wish that my mom didn't say much about him. You know, I really mm-hmm. wish that I could have figured out for myself that, wow, you know, all these milestones are happening in my life and not once have you reached out to me, you know? Right. Because at the end of the day, it's always about, it don't matter what somebody else do, it's about what you put forth the effort to do. Right. And you have to keep in mind that your child will see it. Your child mm-hmm. will, will see the things that you do. They may not say nothing. They may be mad at the time because of what mama or daddy is saying. But at the end of the day, when they look back, they're going to be like, wow, he was, he didn't show up for this. He didn't do this for this. He never checked on me. You know, my mom hasn't been the only one that checked on me when I was sick. My mom was there for all my graduations, all my award days, all these mm-hmm. different things that makes you know pivotal moments in a person's life you'll get to see okay you know what I see how this person is they don't really care for real so and I'm appreciative that my mom didn't have to say that that I could figure it out and then I know how to go about it accordingly or maybe I really hope that he sees that yeah because I really hope that he sees that because as a mother I mean, he with with him not deciding to be a part of Neilan's life, with him not with him deciding not to help. I mean, all of that is put on me. Now, I'm not saying that I'm unappreciative because it's actually taught me to be a better person. Mm-hmm. However, you didn't. I didn't make Neilan by myself. You know what I mean? Right. And as a mother, it, it's it's like. You want to. You want to be like, well, your father is this and your father is that. Because usually when fathers pop up, the kid is so in awe, like, my dad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but your mom, I've been here all your life. (laughs) What about me? You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to, you know, uh, I can see why mothers, you know, they do bash the father. Like, he ain't did nothing and this and this. But on the other end, you also got to see, you know, your child will see that. It may take time. Right. But eventually, they will see. Mm-hmm. And as much as, as the pent up uh, meanness I have towards that man... <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, Neela has to come to that conclusion. So, right. But 
I still call him a sperm donor. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but so me, okay, I call him a sperm donor. In the whole world. But I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel you. I feel you on that. So, because Neela doesn't have that and you got to experience um, having a father figure, how was that for you? How is your relationship with you and your father? Um, uh, me and my relationship with my dad is pretty awesome. I feel like I'm a daddy's girl. Okay. Like if I had to choose between my mother and father, I would choose my dad to go to. I mean, my mom's a wonderful person as well. She's very smart. Yeah. But I would naturally go to my dad because we're so much alike, you know? Yeah. So, uh, our relationship is, is great and it, my heart it just you know it's just strange so much because it's like me and my dad has a great relationship and now Neilan has to suffer but then again he don't because he has great male figures in his life right my dad has been a wonderful great male figure for him and my brothers as well they're wonderful to be in his life too so Neilan hasn't missed out although it's nothing like a dad Mm -hmm. being there but he hasn't completely missed out and that and that's what I'm grateful for that's great that's great yeah that's that's what it's about if they can still have that male figure the proper male figure because right. there's a lot of kids out there that don't really have that and then they go out to the streets and mm-hmm. look for that male figure and whoever that male figure is may not be living the best life right may not be doing things morally right and then they follow right in that footsteps mm-hmm. exactly so that's that's quite interesting. I'm, I'm glad that Leland has that. I'm glad that you have that um, with your father. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, like I said, you know, I had that with Kaya's uh, father. Um, I also had it with my grandfather, my mother's dad, and my mother's mom. They were a great foundation for me coming up from all the way to about age six or seven and then finally I moved to Chicago and lived with my mom and stepfather mm-hmm. and Kaya was around by that time so <laughs> um so I I was the greatest joy in your life wasn't I uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so more happy sure. <laughs> no me and Kaya we were cool you know at that yeah. time I didn't really have much responsibilities when you first saw me, though, you was like, oh, snap, I got a little sister. How did you feel, though, at lie. first? I ain't gonna lie. I was like, well, first of all, I found out I found out while I was in Alabama. I found out from my grandparents. They were like, it, I could tell in their face. It's so mm-hmm. crazy that I can still remember some of this stuff. <laughs> I can remember their face, like, concerned, like, uh, right. how we gonna tell her? <laughs> <laughs> She's and I'm coming. just like, Okay, what is it? So they're like, right. um, so your mommy had a baby. I said, really? They said, yeah. You know, anytime they say anything about my mom, I was so excited. You know, yeah. I wanted to be with her so bad. Yeah. So they said, really? They said, yeah. Um, she, your mommy had a baby girl. I said, I have a little sister. They was like, yeah. He said, you want to go see her? I said, yeah. So, (laughs) I'm laughing because because the whole setup. So, they were like, you want to go see her? And I said, yeah, I want to go see her. And so, then they came out with, 
where your mommy wants you to live with you and your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go up there and live with them? I said, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what you was getting yourself into. No idea. <laughs> So we driving up to Chicago, <laughs> and we get up to this one bedroom apartment, and I get introduced to my baby sister Kaya, and I'm in love. I'm like, oh, I got to hold her and all this great stuff. I was so excited, you know. And Granddad was bringing all my stuff in, and so then by the end of the day, they were like, "All right." I love you. You take care. And they gave me a hug. And I'm like, where y'all going? Right. <laughs> and they're like, we're going home. I'm like, I'm going with y'all? Mm-hmm. And no. Remember you said you want to live here with your mama? And so when I saw my mama, I'm looking at my mama. I'm looking at my sister. And I'm looking at this grown man mm-hmm. that's standing here. I'm like, I got to live with him too? <laughs> but he not told me. And they telling their face, they were like, oh. No, and my mom was like, "It's okay. We gonna we gonna live together and all this type of stuff." So it was it was interesting. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait." Right. But I was so excited to have a little sister. I ain't gonna lie. I had I was excited, and it's crazy. Even though I didn't have major responsibilities, now that I think back, I take that back <laughs> because <laughs> I remember having to run and get the Pampers. I remember having to help. Uh, Feed you and stuff like that or whatever, but it got real, real when our baby sister uh, came into town. <laughs> when our baby mm-hmm. sister came into town, full responsibility came on me. By that time, I'm nine years old, and uh, yeah, life got real, real mm-hmm. quick. And I was like, I, I don't want this. <laughs> I, right? I don't like, want this. How did I trade in being a daughter to a mother? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from then on, that's what it was. And then came my two brothers, and I just I full blown took on the relationship of being a mother. Um, I cooked, I cleaned, I made sure they had their clothes for school. I made sure they hair. Now stuff. I remember though when they said they was pregnant with the boys. Woo! I was excited, and I said, "You excited?" And your face was like, "Do I look excited?" <laughs> No, I'm always the, you know, I'm always the happy-go-lucky, happy-go-lucky one <laughs> until I had to change diapers too. But that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story. But for yeah. me, you know, I do something like, here we go, another kid to raise. <laughs> yeah, but it did prepare you for a child. Now you don't want one, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no kids. It's so funny. I've had yeah. uh, men I've dated and they be like, don't you want kids? No, I do not. I don't. <laughs> you want kids? Okay, deal breaker. Cutthroat. Right. You gone. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm like, I had my kids. I right. My kids. I lost my childhood. I truly mm-hmm. did. I lost my childhood. I feel like I didn't get to enjoy my childhood as much as I could. And so when I finally did break free and got to live somewhere else, I was showing up with the teenagers as if I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I know. We always older than what we really we always act older than what we really were. Yeah. Cause we had to grow up quick. Yeah. We had to yeah. grow up quick and it was 
it was interesting but it was i will have to say even though i hated it and i feel like i shouldn't have had to go through all of what i went through um being a mother figure mm-hmm. i am appreciative of it because i feel like it matured me quicker and mm-hmm. i handle life a lot differently than a lot different, my, yeah my age yeah um matter of fact i really hang my my friends I have a range of different friends. I do have some younger than me. I have, um, I don't really think, well, I have maybe, I have a best friend. We're the same age. But for the most part, I love hanging around people around the 40s, 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. I want to hang around older people. And I guess because that's what I started off being around is around um, my grandparents and then being around adults and then having to take on that adult type of responsibility. Right. It just became natural to me. And that was my survival mode. And I think that's why I was able to handle life a little bit differently than someone that had that full childhood and got to live and do dumb stuff and stupid stuff. I didn't have a chance to do that. And by the time I could do it, I was like, I don't got time for that. I'm grown. I ain't got time for right. these silly little things and petty little arguments and all that type of mm-hmm. stuff. And you took my man. I didn't care about yeah. that. Yeah, no. Exactly. And even when you left and I took on that responsibility, um, it taught me things too. And especially with having Neelan, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, these things are coming natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I already know how to do these things. So I guess it, was a little, it, it helped out, which is, I'm appreciative because babies are not easy. Okay. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate having that experience, even though it was tough, you know, not, you know, growing up and having to take care of things. But like you said, it made you more mature and it helped you with your life. And you know, I was a rebel. Oh, baby. Always been a rebel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. That I mean, just getting pregnant, I was a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was unexpected, but oh, once I, was, I oh my goodness, girl, let me tell you, Kaya had just went off to college. Uh, we won't say the college, but Kaya went off. Listen, uh, I, I had to fight tooth and nail to go to college. Oh, okay? baby, yes. But she said <laughs> she went to college and she ran with her best friend. And I don't, you know, I don't know if you can put it out there, but was he like your first? boyfriend yeah okay he's first everything guys okay so yeah which well not kids yeah but okay. he's first everything <laughs> well, <laughs> but like your first love <laughs> or do you feel like you wasn't even in love uh i yes he was my first love okay but it was puppy love okay gotcha so okay so <laughs> let's go to when you found out you was pregnant <laughs> baby 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 listen <laughs> that was a situation <laughs> so uh everybody who knows me knows that you know i i have a, a disease it's a kidney disease well, so kidney disease, yeah yeah um so i have a, a rare kidney disease so i'm i'm usually sick you know yeah off and on mm-hmm but around this time, you know, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm really sick. Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And I was with, living with my aunties on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. And 
and they was like, okay, we're not taking no chances. We're going straight to the hospital. You know, I don't care what you say. Let's just go. Mm-hmm. So I was not feeling well. So I went to the hospital and um, they got me to the room by myself in the emergency room. And the doctor was so, you know, the doctors, they usually routine, mm-hmm. you know, are you on drugs? Mm-hmm. Are you pregnant? That situation. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm definitely not on drugs, but I don't know <laughs> if... <laughs> I'm pregnant or not. And he was like, okay, well, we can, we can check that. I said, that's cool. But let me uh, explain something to you. So, <laughs> my aunties don't know. Okay, so can we keep this between us? He was like, okay. <laughs> How you want me to do that when they're coming to the room? I said, okay, well, listen. If I am, <laughs> shake your head yes at the door. If I'm not, shake your head now okay <laughs> and i understand he's like okay I, okay and I you know bet. they have to because i'm over the age of 18 yeah so they don't have to tell my family members so when he came to that door <laughs> and he shook his head yes my whole body lifted out of my body and my spirit body lifted out my physical body and i was looking at myself like really <laughs> I was looking at myself like you look, you lost your mind. Like, is you crazy? <laughs> but you know, after calming down and talking to my aunties, it's like I know this is a scary thing because I haven't told my parents yet. But look at the glass, you know, the other way. I mean, it, it, it's a blessing. Half full, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it took your auntie telling you that, but anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. And even when we got to my parents' home to tell them, I still was like, yeah, you're tripping. And I'm not looking at it as a blessing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared for my life, okay? Oh, but yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting situation. Even when she told her family, mm-hmm. it was like, ugh. And I'll never forget, right. at the time, I was living in another city um, in Alabama, and I had just was getting on to another friend about doing some crazy stuff. And I'm like, what are you, what are you trying to do? What are you doing? I mean, do you want to get pregnant? Do you want to have an STD? What is wrong with you? You know? Right. And and I think you was my first call really? after I found out. It was either you or my best friend. But I think, no, I think you was the first call because I was like, if I get Kamisha out the way, <laughs> I could talk to my bestie. <laughs> But the thing is, my bestie was more hard on me than you. you know? <laughs> but I think you, I think you was busy at the time. That's I why. Was. But I was, I was in the when midst I of a. To... I had just, I think I was in the midst of. I was in a meeting. Yeah. And Kaya kept calling me back to back. I'm like, what is going on? Right. So I stepped outside and I'm like, what, Kaya? I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I got something to tell you. I'm like, okay, what is it? And you took this deep breath, like, <laughs> Kamisha, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, and you laughed. You said, Kaya, stop playing with me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing. <laughs> you said, like, Kaya, you always playing. Because you know, guys, I'm the joke. Kaya is the jokes of the family. So I, yes. I, had to, I just knew she. I just knew because I had just gotten onto her maybe a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. I got to meet um, the, the boyfriend at the time and her mm-hmm. via Skype or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I was such a mom. I was like, you was. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, this is him. I was like, 
okay. <laughs> like, I don't like him. And I said, I think I even told him, I was like, I know y'all having sex. Yep, she did. And I said, and Ka- he was like, come here. I'm like, no, let's be real. Yep. I know y'all having sex. And I said, I hope y'all wrapping it up. Y'all need to use right. condoms. If you're going to do it, you know, make sure you use mm-hmm. condoms. And old boy just, she's like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she told me that, I'm like, she's joking. <laughs> she's joking. And that thing he was like, no, Kamisha, for real, I'm serious. I'm yep. pregnant. And I think and I sent you the paper. Where I was, I couldn't show out like I wanted to. <laughs> oh, I'm so thankful. <laughs> thank, thank God that I, yes. I was at the place where I was at the time because Tyler got a full cussing out. A full okay. cussing out. I mean, I was every actually, word I could think of cuss out. <laughs> but that actually helped me though mm. to calm down. And I remember you said, "Did you tell your mama and daddy?" <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's the first question I asked. Did you tell my like, uh, no, I no. I knew things was about to hit the full roof, especially my mom. Listen, okay, my mom is a full blown firecracker. So fire, fire to the max, okay. and she gonna burn the whole place down, all down. Okay, so I was, I was so upset. I was pacing the ground, like I was walking back and forth, like you were. I was. I was just so I was devastated. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was devastated because I really hoped that you would finish school, blossom, get up out of that that, out that house and do your thing, live your life and then when you were ready you would have kids. So when you gave me that news, I was just devastated. And then in Mm -hmm. that very moment something came to me and was like, It's it's nothing that can be changed. No, and so at that moment, I just said, you know what, Kaya, you made a mistake. I know you didn't want this to happen, but it's here. So mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. I'm just going to tell you, mama's going to be pissed, but yep. you're going you gonna to be okay. <laughs> we're going to love this child. You're going to love this child, and we're going to love this child, and we're going to move on. And I think I could say that because... You know, my mom had me at a young age. My mom was a mm-hmm. teenager. She wasn't even out of high school yet. Mm-hmm. And she had a rough time um, when she, when she found, when everybody found out she was pregnant. And, yeah. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't know the difference, you know, yeah. when I came into the world because my grandparents showed me so much love and so much support that I didn't feel anything that could have happened before I even got here. Mm-hmm. So I yep. had that in mind uh, with my experience, and I just I knew at that time how sad Kaya was, probably disappointed in herself, but also mm-hmm. probably disappointed that she probably let her family down. So I knew at that yeah, time she knew I needed love at that time. Yeah, I knew she needed an ally at that time, and so yeah. and I and I stuck to it. I didn't go back and bash her about it later. You know, it was just I'm here. I support you. I'm here we need to we'll, we'll talk or whatever and I think Kaya started to cry a little bit like mm-hmm. I don't know if it was relief or was it um just- it was definitely relief because I knew once I hit mom everything is it, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a catastrophe so what, so what made you want to call me first though I know you said you wanted to get it out the way but what was it that why you said I need to call Kamisha 
I, I know I needed to get it out the way, but I felt like you would take it back. Mm, okay. I feel like you would handle it better. Okay, okay. And that's what I need. I needed somebody to talk me into telling my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I needed someone to be like, I, I'm mad at you, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. We're going to be okay. Yeah. So, and I understand that. I, I took it for, she's coming to me because me and Kaya, out of all the siblings, um, for a minute, we were the closest to each yeah. other. And so, even though we were sisters and we got on each other's nerves, she was also my friend. Yeah. And I think she considered me a friend. We were besties. <laughs> no, say Like, say it right, bitch, okay? So, I think well, yeah. that's why she came to me and, you know, I just told her that, you know, we'll make it through it. And she did. She did. And I got to... I was hoping to make it when she was about to have the baby, but I didn't make it in time. Um, but I came up as soon as I could, and I got to see our little nephew. And we have funny videos of that. It's so crazy. But um, I was like, who was that coming through the hospital, though? <laughs> like, she looked familiar. I'm like, and it was so crazy. Sure. I had scrubs on, so she just thought I was a nurse. What? I'm like, who, who is that? But when she came through, I was like, I was so happy and elated. I was just like, wow, she came. And and that was so good. When she started kneeling, her eyes just melted. Oh, yeah, that's my baby. And then her eyes, the first, heart, everything. And I was the first person um, to get him to smile, to get him to open his eyes. Yeah, and look at me. It was so funny. Our younger sister came in. And he closed his eyes. And he would not open his eyes at all. <laughs> but anytime I held him, he would open yep. his eyes, smile a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, this is my baby. This is my poo bear." And I'll never forget our very first song. I made us dance to in the hospital. Me and him was Bruno Mars, "Locked Out of Heaven." <laughs> yep. Yep. He didn't know what was going on, but he can feel it. He can feel it. But that's my baby. That's my baby. And it's so funny now. I can tell that he respects me, but he's a little scared yeah. of me. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. He be tiptoeing. Me. And I guess yes. it's just that mother aura about me that just yeah. give off that mother figure. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we we don't do yes. that, you know. Yes. But at the same time, yes. he he's not too afraid of me, or where he, he won't tell me things sometimes. Sometimes yes. he get a little shame, like, oh, I don't want to tell him. But for the most part, he's, he'll open up and talk to me and tell me what's going on in his life. And so I love that. I love that I have that relationship with my nephew, even though we're in different states. So, right. And now, guys, when my mom saw me, when I told her, because <laughs> okay, I know y'all want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, it took everybody and their mama to convince me to tell her, right? <laughs> but when I got there to my um, my dad's place and my mom was there and everybody left and my auntie, she was like, okay. My, she told my dad, she said, say a prayer because we need it. And so automatically everybody's like, what's going on? I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> so he said a prayer and I said, I got to tell y'all something. And mom, my mom said, you pregnant, ain't you? And I was like, my whole body just dropped again. I was like, what is this? I was sweating. And then she was like, I didn't say nothing. She got up off the floor Ooh, real quick. Real quick. 
I'm talking about she didn't need nobody. And she ain't that. and she ain't no skinny thing. Okay. Okay. But she, she got, got up that real flow. quick. <laughs> I'm talking about two point five seconds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and walk towards me and put her finger in my face. Ooh. Talk about I know you lying. I know you lying. You ain't pregnant. <laughs> and what could I do? And my dad was like, don't don't do it. Don't don't do it. Eh? <laughs> but you know, after a while, she realized that she'd been there before, too. Right, right. So, when she came to that conclusion, everything was peaches. But I'm telling you what, that first initial telegram, <laughs> I ain't never been so scared in my life, y'all. Oh, my goodness. She loves that little boy so much. Crazy about her, her, oh my her baby, her grandbaby. This, you would think it's her child. Right. I, mean, I was just she's in love. Kaya, you know, it's, it's funny how we see our mom and how she treats her grandbaby. I'm like, well, dang, why we didn't get that? Right! <laughs> like, I, I was first. Right, okay. like, <laughs> why, why he getting all this special love and attention and I love you, all this affection? I'm like, where was that? Well, we were uh, jealous. Yeah. And I realized, <laughs> and I see this a lot, um, that a lot of grandparents it's almost like a second chance for them. It's almost mm-hmm. like um, they get an opportunity to make up for all the jacked up things they did mm-hmm. uh, growing up and trying to raise their kids. And we also have to understand that there is no manual out there for parents. Right. You mm-hmm. know, yes, they may have books out there, but nobody knows how to raise your child but you. Right. And you're not going to do that to the best of your ability because mm-hmm. you got your own ish and issues and then mm-hmm. whatever issues you had in your childhood that you never worked out and then now you bringing it to this whole new child mm-hmm. and it's just a lot of a lot of stuff that repeats itself in the family mm-hmm. that should be broken um, but sometimes we just don't know how to work through all of that and so we end up bringing it to the child yeah, I was telling Kanisha the day, it, it, kneeling, your first child is going to go through everything with you, mm-hmm. especially if you're a single, I mean, especially if you're a younger mom. Yeah. When you're growing and you're trying to learn yourself, they're going to go through everything with you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I mean, it's not easy. Right. It's not easy. And um, you're teaching yourself how to be a parent, but you're also teaching yourself about yourself. Mm. you're learning about the type of person you are right so it's it's i i understand you know with with moms and stuff it's, and parents in general it's not easy you know raising a child and you're just learning of what what you learned right and trying to approve of what you was taught and what you know so but you know yeah, but you're i right. think what no make it much easier is that if a parent would be honest and real with their child and be like look yeah I know I don't handle things the, always the right way with you. I know I don't always do things probably the right parent parenting type of way. Mm-hmm. And I apologize for that. You know, I, I, I try to do my best, the best that I can mm-hmm. do in my circumstance mm-hmm. to, to raise you. And I think parents would be so surprised on how their kids take to that. Right. What they can see from an early age that, my mom is not this or my dad is not this perfect person because that's all they see they just think you're perfect yeah, yeah. until they hit teen trophies and be like well, you ain't perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> like wait a and minute then, something's then, different right and then they be like <laughs> why do i need to you, you all jacked up you know right and, and if mm-hmm. if at that pivotal moment when the rebellion is starting to happen 
that's when a parent can actually say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry that you looked at me that way. I'm yeah. human. I'm, I'm going to make big mistakes and yeah. I'm going to affect you in some way. But just know at the end of the day, I love you and I try to do everything, everything I do out of love. And yeah. I think if kids got that, they would be a little bit more gracious and merciful and not yeah. be as resentful when they get older and realize how cold and, and, and rough they felt like they had it when they had that understanding then it's like okay I can let some things slide because she's human and then I realize I'm gonna be human too and I'm gonna mess up because then comes the next step of well my mom was perfect and you couldn't tell her otherwise and before Mm -hmm. you know it you have adapted to this pattern yourself and you walk around thinking that you maybe not perfect but you close to it and nobody can tell you anything nobody can Mm -hmm. you always right you know and then you got all these stubborn type of people me as an example (laughs) well you know I think it's important very important for when kids reach a certain age to where they start understanding things more like especially when you go to school and you see different kids have different things you're like well why don't this you know what I mean Mm -hmm. why do you do things different I think it's very important for parents to explain to kids or I mean teenagers about what they went through as a child I feel like Mm. when parents hold that in it's like well it's easy for us to see them as perfect or as well maybe they didn't go through what I went through what I'm going through now in school maybe they wasn't bullied or maybe you know somebody didn't push them on the playground or something but when parents express that it helps kids, it helps, well, at least me, it helped me to understand them more. Right. Like, oh, okay, so you're not perfect. Right. Oh, okay, so somebody did that to you, so how do you handle it? And it also makes you understand them just as a person. Yeah. Well, all we, you know, growing up, all we look at is our parents as the parent, that role. Yeah, you know, that's all we have. That's as what, yeah. a person that actually have been through, been through some things, been through some adventures, some challenges, some trials, tribulations and some right. joyous moments if that's right. never shared you know we always think well my parents they just lived a certain life and they just always went about it this way and that's not always right. the case and I right. feel like like right now I'm 31 years old and you know me and my mom we've never really had that the best relationship and we're just getting to that point but mm-hmm. I find myself saying asking her so why are you why do you handle things the way you do this way? What right. happened where you get to this point? And now right. she's at a point where it's like, well, this is why she's, I went I I was like this and like that, and that's why yeah. I handle people like this and like that. And it's like yeah, she's able to tell you her story. Yeah, and so I feel like if she explained to... it a little bit more earlier. You'll probably understand her a little bit more. Right. You know what I mean? But now, you know, in hindsight, when I look at everything and how everything went down, I see why she was the way she was. I Mm -hmm. see what effects that she went through in her childhood, how it affected her. And not even her childhood, just her adulthood. The encounters Mm -hmm. that she's had with other people, other men, other family members, and why it molded her to the way she is. And why she had to be a survivor. Why she had to handle herself the way she did to make it through. And that's why we get the, you know, rough around the edges type of thing. But look, that's what she had to do to survive. Yeah, and she's I a tourist, guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so she's I, a bull. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I get that now, you know. But back then, I just like, man, why is she? Why 
she gotta be like that why you know yeah i just yeah. you know and at that time because i didn't have um my actual father um and all i had of a real good of affection was my grandparents and my aunties um mm-hmm. at the time and other uh friends that we considered family what i wanted so desperately is to to connect with my actual biological uh parent to right. have that proper affection that I've been that I was meeting so badly just from that person even though I got right. it from the places it mm-hmm. was pivotal for me to get that from her right from uh, my father and because I didn't I didn't feel like I got enough that I needed you know mm-hmm. issues came around Exactly. But yeah. again, like I said, we all have to live and learn. It's what we choose to do with it. You know, once we realize, okay, that's not cool. Let me, yeah, let me take a step back and see why I got to this point and what can I do to work on it and apply it in the future with my kids or with uh, my husband or with uh, family members or with friends or associates or coworkers or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I, I feel like I want to break this cycle. And I know that, you know, in the environment that was going on, like my grandparents' environment, they were during the civil rights movement. So they, there's a lot of things they probably had to hold in and yeah. and not talk about. And mm-hmm. it was pivotal for a parent to tell their kids listen to what I said how to survive yeah listen to what I say because what I'm saying is gonna save your life I don't need you to ask me why I just need you to do it that's how how strong it was back then so you trickle that down to the kids Mm -hmm. and you still have those same type of uh patterns and behaviors and listen to what I say and it's not even that type of environment anymore And, and because it's not explained anyway the, mm-hmm. the child will be like, man, you just mean, you know, right. you just yeah, they chalk it up to that. Yeah. Right. And that's not even the case. There's a right. whole reason out there, but it's not being given. And I think, yeah. like you said in the beginning with your child, I appreciate that, of course, he's a why, why kid, but you take the time to explain to him why mm-hmm. that's the case. And I really right. feel like he, that's why he loves you and, and never want to be a, a left without you. Because yeah. he, he's attached to you because you take that time to actually explain to him. And these kids are smart nowadays. Oh, my like, goodness. Yes. They are beyond smart. They, I mean, they pick up on things like nothing. I mean, I look at my right. nephew and just see how he observes everything. He's brilliant. He observes everything and pick up on so many things. So you mm-hmm. can't put on this front and just think that, okay. I'm gonna be this strong person, and you're just gonna go. No, he gonna want to try. And if you don't give it to him, he's gonna get frustrated and upset. And exactly, and that's what I come to realize. You know, with him being raised around older ones, he has become that. Yeah. He 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 he's an older person at heart. So when he when he wants to know why, you know, he 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 wants to understand like we do as older people. Right. So you just, I mean, sometimes you can't always explain. Right. Sometimes you just got to be like, you need to listen. This is this is going to help you. But mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, when you explain it and they understand, it's like it makes things so much more. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So besides just being a mother, what are your hobbies? What are what are some things you like to do? What is some um, some goals you have in mind? What what's what's going on in Kaya's world besides just being a mother? Well. <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very artsy. I I um, am an imaginative person, if that's the right word. Yeah, creative. Yeah. Yes. So I love art. I love singing. Anything has to do with like using my creative side in my mind. That is where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Kai got a little, little harmony. You know, she take after me. You know. Don't play. Don't play. You know, no. let me do the next no. Beyonce. You know, I, started, <laughs> I started it off. You know, I've got a little weak in the vocals. You can, okay? You know, no. Kaya has picked up from where I left off. Girl, bye. Get your life. But you know, you okay? Listen, I was the, I was the girl and they say, sing I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. I sing it on the spot. Okay. Oh my gosh, but that doesn't mean you sang it good. There's a difference. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, it's always that sing, sing, Kamisha, sing. sing. Like, oh. Then can't the dance, Kamisha, dance. Do that for real. Right. Lose the right. right. <laughs> Teach me that new dance. Uh-huh. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, very artsy person. Very, you know, love to, to sing and stuff. Um, my goals, you know. Uh, I'm ready to move. You know what I mean. I'm ready to start new things. Do 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 express myself. I feel like as uh, being as I became a mother at a young age, I've limited myself to just being a mother. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. But I'm young, and I there's a lot of things that you know I still could do. I mean, I could still travel and have a good time. Right. I mean, and sometimes even Neela could come with me. I just need to realize that. So those are my goals. You know what I mean. Yeah. To get out there and live my 20 my 26 now mm-hmm. you know yeah and, and you know be the best me right so. right and I just have to say um it's kind of crazy me and Kaya and our siblings we kind of live a shelter life like we can yeah. really go out and experience like so it's a lot of things that we kind of missed out on of hanging out with friends and stuff like that it was always a family unit situation mm-hmm. um if one person go another person gotta go or all gotta go you know, so nobody really got to experience that individual just expressing and learning different things from different perspectives and stuff. So now it's like right. the prime opportunity to do that. So now that you are trying to, you know, do things for yourself and try new things and stuff like that, let's talk about a little deeper issue for a little bit um, about I, I think we're both at a point in our lives where we just want to do better for ourselves, mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, especially. Um, mental uh, illness is, is big, um, especially trending nowadays. Mm-hmm. And we find ourselves, I think, um, we find ourselves starting now to realize, okay, there's some issues that I need to work out on. And that's what I love about our generation right now is that we are finally waking up and it's like, I'm going to stop and really think about what am I doing? Yeah. How am I affecting people? I can't keep on saying this is me deal with it. You know, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. No, we all have something to work on. We always have to grow and learn. And I'm so appreciative and so inspired by my sister that she's taking on that um it took me a good minute I thought I was doing okay and but then I I had to finally just wake up and I literally had to wake up about a year ago honestly and just realize you know the way I was handling my relationships with my boyfriends the way I was handling things with my family 
the way I, I I lived my life for so long was taxing. It was a lot, and I couldn't figure out why was I getting depressed, why I was in this depression, why mm-hmm. I felt why I was moody, why I was sick all the time. You know, stress mm-hmm. adds a lot of stuff to you. And I had to realize I had to take a step back and actually think, okay, what is going on? What is the pattern I have? What is the behavior I have? To And what do I need to do to start changing this? Because I can't keep living life like that. Wow. And I think um, Kaya is at that point, too, of where she realized that there's some things that we dealt with that we shouldn't have to deal with and there's things that is now affecting us and and preventing us from blossoming the way we actually want to so now we're we're trying to get into the work of doing it I for one I um I go to therapy time to time I see a therapist it's vital for me to do that um I suffer with PTSD Mm post-traumatic stress disorder from some things I've dealt with in my childhood um and anxiety sometimes depression sometimes even seasonal depression um the winter times is really rough for me i get into this mood and it's it's crazy so now i'm trying to pick myself up and get up out of it and i think i'm I'm doing okay and i think the biggest thing that a lot of people need to realize with uh, working through your issues is that it's an ongoing journey it's not a marathon it's going to be always something that you realize that you need to work on And I think a big thing that kind of bothers me now, and I don't know if this is the same for you, Kaya, but especially in the Bible Belt, we think that, oh, God's going to handle it for you or Mm -hmm. God's going to take care of it for you. Yes, I do believe God can help us, but we got to put forth the effort, too, to work on ourselves, too. We can't assume that God is going to give us everything we need and we're just going to be this changed person. No. Right. It takes some effort on your part, and it's not just on a spiritual side. It takes actually assessing that, okay, maybe there's something mentally not right. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something emotionally not right, and I need to get help for it. And I think it's been for so long, this stigma, especially amongst our Black families, that, you know, you don't need therapy. Only yeah. white folks need therapy. Mm-hmm. Only crazy people need crazy or you or oh, I can't go to therapy because people's going to think I'm crazy. No, no. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much stress and issues that's going on in the world? I mean, everybody needs to be in therapy. Everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's it can be overwhelming, especially as an adult, no matter if you're a mother, no matter if you're mm-hmm. a single person, no matter if you're just married, a widow, you know, whatever. We all have to go through something and we all probably need that extra help sometimes. Yes. And I know that therapy is not always affordable to everyone, so we have to do what we can, but there are things out there. And I hope that later on in different episodes, we'll get to dive into different aspects of how we can do that and what we're doing to, to work through some of our issues. And maybe we can share with our fam bam and see, um, how it's, how it's helping them and where we are and um, even telling when we're stuck on certain things and what we're going right. through. So mm-hmm. I think it's important. And I think that, like I said, me and my sister, um, this is why we wanted to create this podcast is because we know that life is hard and we know that it has a mental and emotional drain on us all. And we're all just trying to figure out how to just operate in this world called life. Yeah. And, um, and so that's what we want to share with y'all. 
sometimes it's gonna be funny sometimes it's gonna be sad might be a couple tears a lot of angriness you know but Mm -hmm. we just want to get it out there and just be real with y'all you know we're not afraid to to share what's going on in our lives and stuff because we feel like possibly it could benefit somebody or they can relate and maybe say okay well maybe I'm not alone maybe I can work through this if somebody trying to work through it too and I just want to say to you guys you know physical health is is important but it's just as important as mental health yes yes mental health I think a lot of people like you mentioned it they they just push it to the side you know it's not that important but it's actually very important yeah um mental health has to do with everything in your life with everything relationships how you communicate with your loved ones yeah a lot of a lot of things so I mean, don't push your mental health to the side. I mean, if you feel like you're going through anxious moments, um, if you have anxiety, you, you might want to, you know, talk to others about it. You know, it's, don't be ashamed of it. Get help. You know, there's help out there. And like you mentioned, Misha, this generation now is starting to pay attention to it more. You know? Right. It's starting, I know back in the day, it's like, what? Are you crazy? Right. But now yeah. it's like, When oh, we okay. say back in the day, we're just talking about the 90s and early 2000s. You know, right. It don't even seem that far away, but you know, yeah. Back then, it was that. It was like, right. You want to see for what? What's wrong with you? Exactly. I mean, I I know I even know the word um, anxiety till I got in my twenties. Right. And I'm what twenty five now. Right. So it's like, it's it's important. It's very important. So yeah. For sure. make sure to get in that yeah for sure for sure so we'll be talking about different things such as that and we'll just be talking about life crazy things that's been going on and we'll like to hear from you all if there's some things that you feel like we should talk about let us know yeah send us an email um, tell us your stories yeah yeah tell us your stories and if you want to be a guest on the show and maybe tell us your life story and whatnot Hit, hit me up. Um, yeah. uh, email me at handlingminds at iCloud.com, which is H A N H A N D L I N G M I N E S at iCloud.com. So if you want to uh, be a guest or you want to share a story or if you want to just give us some topics to talk about, um, please share with, share with us. And we're going to try to make it fun. We don't make it want to make it a boring uh episodes because you know podcasts I know people are either working driving stuff like that you want something to entertain yeah. you but I also want to be informative informative too and yeah. uh see how we can help each other help each other grow because it's just an ecosystem of just trying to make each other better because if you make yourself better you can make others better and make the your environment your your community better and that's what we, we need to work on because there's a lot of people suffering out there. We can bring joy and peace to everyone. Let's do that. Yes, and me and Kamisha, between the both of us, have some funny stories. Baby. Yes. Very funny, I'm telling you. For so sure. make sure you guys tune in to the next episode. So For sure. But before we go, I wanted to actually add in this segment, and I think we all do with this at the end. Um, okay. And I don't know if I want to it's it's my pet peeves you know Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) yes I I wanted to call it uh so let's keep it real and so Mm -hmm. I think we can start off with that if y'all think there's something better we can name this segment then let us know but I want to call it right now so let's keep it real yeah okay so I um you know minding my business I'm at work doing my thing whatever 
And then I get this voice message and I don't answer phone calls. I don't know. I'm that old school chick. Uh, <laughs> you better leave a voice message if you want me to call you. Or a text message, okay? For sure. So I, I got this message. So I'm listening to it and they tell me, um, your your credit card, your debit card basically has been uh, canceled. Please call us and see what's going on. Here's your case number and all this stuff. So I call and they're like, yes, we think there's a potential fraud with your debit card and um, we want to just double check and everything. I said, okay, cool. So they tell me, was your last payment uh, purchase uh, was in Louisville, Kentucky at Kroger's? I said, say what? For $58 and two twenty seven. What? I said, no. <laughs> serious so you know they was like well let's confirm these other purchases I said yes I made that purchase yes I made that purchase yes I made that purchase so this is the only one I said yes I said okay we're gonna have to cancel the car thank god I went grocery shopping today because a nigga would not have any food in her refrigerator <laughs> if I didn't go my lunch break and get me something um for the week so I just want to say this get y'all lazy tails off the couch and go get a doggone job. Stop selling those credit cards and they number. I don't even know how they did. The only thing I could think of is that I set my switch. I don't like to do at all. But mm-hmm. I was getting so pissed off. I had actually made a rant about it on Facebook. Like, why do people, why do companies, if you decide that you don't want to do the paper, because I'm trying to save the trees. You know, I'm a little, I'm a little, oh my gosh, a girl. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to save the trees. So. I choose for electronic billing. So mm-hmm. I would think that if I have electronic billing, you're going to give me the same amount of time you would when you mail a bill out. You're not going to wait until the day before the, the bill is due and then tell me, oh, your bill is due tomorrow. You want me to mess up. You want me to <laughs> You're trying to mess up my credit. Right. You're trying, to <laughs> you're trying to make me pay this extra late fee. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to have to do something because I can't keep missing this and see they change the due date sometimes so they really be tripping so I was like okay I'm gonna set up this auto enroll that's the only thing I did today that could be different mm-hmm. and it's so suspicious that out of nowhere I get a, a charge for $58 or whatever so wait nobody stole your card no they got my number so I don't know how in the world they did it my card is with huh. me my card is with me that's scary so that just lets me know that it had to be somebody at that spectrum and let me say mm-hmm. something i am that chick that will write a letter to ceo oh my god i am that <laughs> check my record write a letter okay I, y'all want to know Kamisha's aka <laughs> she is the letter writer <laughs> and a good one at that okay we'll get into she that don't we'll get into that one day <laughs> okay that's I, a different story. Honey, listen, I've been writing since I could write, okay? Okay. I'm going to write a little quick <laughs> on you. <Okay>. Quick. <laughs> I don't know if y'all watch a different world, but remember uh, the uh, the dean mm-hmm. uh, with, with Jada Pickett, the, the, the newest word on my lips. My lips. That's you. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's yes. you. Okay. 
Don't play no games. Always got that clipboard and notebook. Always got a clipboard and notebook. Listen, okay. listen. On my little job interview, they said, "How do you keep up with things?" And stuff. I said, "Listen, I have post-it notes everywhere." Okay. <laughs> I will write y'all down. I don't have time to be playing with y'all. Okay. So, yeah, I will write a letter to Spectrum. Keep playing with me. One thing oh I my do, gosh. there's three, it used to be two things, but it's three things I don't play with. I don't play with my family. Mm-hmm. I don't play with my money. And I don't what? respect. Okay. You mess with okay. any of those. It's going to be hell to pay. <laughs> I'm okay. just letting you know. I don't play. Now, me and my siblings, we may be beefing. But baby, you come for him. It's on. Huh. It's on. And it's gonna be your life. It's gonna be <laughs> your life. Okay. okay. We don't do that. We don't play that at all. So, at all. I just want to say to Spectrum, you are on my list. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever stole my credit card information, if I ever find you, okay. And I want all my money. I want all my money. <laughs> oh my, I want it all. But I okay. save my bank because they'll stop that stuff in a minute. That, yeah. I don't even think it even went through. So I, well, that's good. I appreciate that a lot. But I just want, I'm so sick of y'all lazy bums. Whew. Y'all need to get up and actually get a job and do something fulfilling with your life. Like, how okay. can you live your life and not want to do anything with it? Like, right. come on now. But exactly. that's my little pet peeve. Do you have one? Yes, Lord. Let's go. Let's Lord. Okay, now listen, baby. Okay? <laughs> this pet pee is a serious one. And I bet all y'all got the problem. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> My pet pee is if you got allergy, because you know it's allergy season. Mm-hmm. You got a cold. Mm. You got something wrong with your respiratory tract. <laughs> Anything like that. Please, people, cover thine mouth. Ooh, baby. When you cough, when you sneeze, please. Dab on them. Cover thine mouth. Please. Oh, my God. Just dab. That's all you got to do. Listen, Pop if it. you can't get, if you got your phone in your arm in your hand and you can't get to your mouth quickly, put your head in your shirt. I don't care. <laughs> cover thine mouth. People have sicknesses out here right. who can easily get your... Get, get your illness and it could turn their illness worse. Exactly. We got babies out here that are dying from kisses. Ooh, yes. Hugs, touches, please. Because y'all nasty. Come on now. Come on. You got germs in your system that don't need to spread. Okay? <laughs> Let me not preach in here, okay? <laughs> if I go to the grocery store and have to pass the mess, oh my God, <laughs> and it hits my face, somebody is going down. Okay? <laughs> I remember one time I was going to the grocery store and I was over here doing the limbo. And my sister was like, what are you doing? I said, you didn't see that mess? Uh-uh. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for the cloud smoke. Ain't nobody got time. Please, people, cover thine mouth. People are getting too sicknesses. is spreading too bad out here. Oh, my goodness. It's cover so your mouth. It's so true. And I'm not as a... I don't know. Me and Kaya, we may be on the same level of germaphobe. Um, yes, I'm such a germ. We And that just comes with the family. We, we all kind of like that. We just real funny and finicky about certain things. Like, my friends mm-hmm. can tell me when we go in the restaurant, they don't want to be... They be embarrassed by me or Hosh. I don't even go in restaurants. <laughs> or if I do, I get plastic so 
I know Kamisha was like, really, Kaya? I'm like, listen, I don't play no games out here, okay? I don't need no bump masks, okay? <laughs> in some ways, but I'm that type where I'm going to grab everything with a napkin, you know? Mm-hmm. If I, yes. If I feel like the, about the third utensil that you give me is not working, either mm-hmm. for a uh, plastic wear or I'm going to ask for a hot cup of water and a lemon, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do my own disinfectant because I ain't got time. Baby, we about to get the hand we spray lights on and a, spray the whole table and chairs, okay? <laughs> you know how you spray your room, your hotel room? Baby, yeah. we about to get the whole look mini lights on. We gonna spray that whole that thing. whole bottle of <laughs> We spray everything down when we go in the hotel. I don't care how nice five star it is, it's gonna be right. sprayed down. It's getting sprayed down. We don't play no games, no, okay? No People games. are nasty nowadays. Real nasty. You'd be surprised anyway. So right. yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So yes. that is our little uh let's keep it real us yes. there. And I just wanna say I just appreciate that we have this um platform. I wanna uh thank Anchor for uh having a a device where we can do this and Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people out there got a lot to say that can really be mm-hmm. share a lot of inspiration, a lot of perspectives that we never even thought about. Right. And some things that's just relatable. I'm like, yep, my, my family was like that too. Or, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Too. So I just want to say thank y'all so much for listening. Yes. And I hope that y'all stay tuned for more episodes that we got coming. There may be times where I may be by myself. Um, sometimes Kai may be MIA or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. okay. Um, I'll either be by myself or I'll have a guest um, along with us. And we'll talk about some things. So, like I said, hit yeah. me up if you want to um, share anything, maybe be a guest, and we can go from there and make this exciting. Yes, guys. Thanks for having us. Yes. So, for the next time, we'll see you again. And remember, this is Confessions of Adulting. Bye. Bye.